Hello and welcome to another HFM podcast. As you may already know, it is a very busy week for central banks' actions, data and earnings. Commanding most of the attention, however, will be the monetary policy decisions from the Fed, ECB and Bank of England. Rate hikes are universally expected, but they are, that is where the similarities end. Differences in growth and inflation will lead to differing outcomes and guidance. The Fed is widely expected to hike by 25 points, the ECB by 50, and the Bank of England is seen tightening 50 points, but there is an increased risk for 25 points as well. You can find out more about the Bank of England in our yesterday's podcast and article. So, there is a really heavy data slate that will fit into the calculus for future decisions, with many key earnings reports as well, along with the NFP on Friday. In the meantime, the FOMC meeting uh, that is held actually today and tomorrow dominates the US landscape. A policy decision will be announced tomorrow at 7 GMT. A step-down 25-point hike to a 4.625% rate is widely, ex widely expected after downshifting to 50 points in December, following four straight 75 points boost, even though a still tight labor market and elevated inflation argue for another 50-point move so that the terminal rate can be achieved as quickly as possible. Comments from Governor Waller, one of the most hawkish on the committee, who added his support for a further tapering to 25 points, largely sealed the deal. But many believe a 50-point is warranted. Also, policymakers desire to achieve the terminal rate as quickly as possible, so they argue for a 50-point increase. Additionally, the financial markets have continued to ease something uh, that Uh, Powell was concerned about and which showed up in the December's meeting. Those factors could push back from Powell in his uh, press conference while markets do not expect him to follow the Bank of Canada which slowed its rate hikes to 25 points and announced a pause. Hence, a more hawkish tone from the chair Powell should be seen. He is likely to again push back against uh, Fed fund futures that are showing a 4.9% peak rate, less than the 5.1% media dot, and stress that rate cuts are not in the outlook this year. Furthermore, we suspect that uh, Mr. Powell will warn that the easing in financial conditions will complicate the actions to bring inflation back to 2% target. It could behoove him to stress the rate path remains data-dependent rather than offer hints on the next move in March and beyond. The Niger bearish respond likely, is likely in bonds and stocks if he pushed back, but it is unlikely to move, that move will last as the markets are likely to revert back to anticipating a less hawkish Fed as inflation continues to decelerate and growth slumps uh, with risk for a first quarter construction. Currently, meanwhile, Treasury yields extended their declines and the, the curve is little change at 70 points, negative 70 points, Uh, about, about where it, it's been all year long. Just a quick reminder at this point that this pattern, known also as yield curve inversion, uh, tends to precede every US economic downturn for the last 50 years. An inverted yield curve shows that short-term debt instruments have higher yields than long-term instruments of the same credit profile risk. 
meaning that the long-term interest rates are less than short-term interest rates. An inverted treasury yield curve, historically proven as one of the most reliable leading indicators of an impending recession. The deepening of uh, the inversion is seen amid an ongoing tight labor market in the U.S. economy and indications that activity in the vast service sector is continuing to grow rapidly. However, the Fed aggressive policy leading to higher borrowing costs in turn are expected to hit pressure on the economy and potentially trigger a recession. That turns NFP data on Friday extremely significant both for the Fed but also for confirming the avoidance or not of a recession in the US. As we can see in the yield curve chart up above, the key signal that we could derive from the yield curve uh, inversion is that the market participants believe the Fed increases in short-term rates will be successful in sharply slow slowing inflation even if the uh, even if it must uh, sacrifice forward looking growth or recession the magnitude of this inversion then reflects both the dramatic pace of rate increases and the fact that the fed has stuck with that pace even as investors have shifted their expectations on inflation and growth the shape of the yield curve is a measure of the extent to which monetary policy can tighten and the market clearly thinks that tidiness is going to persist for quite some time. You can find out more about yield curves and their meanings and their economic performance and what the yield curve inversion means in our articles attached. Thank you.